the Yak Babies. Sex, Presidents, and Sometimes Books. Welcome to Yak Babies, the only podcast on the internet sponsored by iMuffin, the first pastry designed for the web. My name's Aaron, here are my personal pals Dave. Hey boys. We have Brick. Ahoy. <laughs> from Old Ireland, we have Old Irish Nico. Uh, hey boys. Hello, boys, as well. Today's topic is, you know, it's the first of the year-ish. <laughs> it's the, the first of the second month of the year, maybe. It's time to reflect, uh, not to reflect, to look forward, to do the opposite of reflecting, to project out into the year and to make some radical assertions and statements about our goals when it comes to writing and reading for the year. Uh, we do this, I would say, semi-regularly. It's good to just check in and kind of give ourselves some things to think about and do for the year and then check in at the end and see if we did them at all. I know I personally... Usually have not been able to do those things, <laughs> yeah. but it's good to have a goal in the first place and see what happens. So, Dave, I want to hear from you first. Let's hear our reading goal for you. What do you want to accomplish this year when it comes to your reading? I think mostly what I want to do, We I think we've talked about this plenty, but all of us at different and sometimes the same times and to varying degrees have had trouble reading since the pandemic started. Yeah. And same with my years. writing when I'm, when I'm in kind of a, you know, reading doldrums i just i don't really try all that hard to break out of it so i think that's what my goal will be not to you know hit like some kind of a wall and then just give up and not read or write anything for two or three months straight and just be like okay it's fine (laughs) you know just roll with it it's like work harder to get through that kind of a thing and what does that work like to you when you can like work out of that rut how do you think that would be accomplished I don't know how we'll let you know <laughs> if it happens. So I looking think, for tips yeah, I mean, actively. <laughs> Listeners, you know, let us it's know. Just, yeah, it's just decision making mostly. Yeah. It's like, you know, I haven't been reading. I'd really like to read, but instead I'm just going to watch, you know, eight episodes of The Office instead that I yeah. can recite by now. Right. Yeah. The comfort. You know, so instead of making that decision, like, okay, you know, open up a book and read for even 10 minutes or write even for 10 minutes and you know, if it doesn't work or, you know, I feel miserable, then okay, you know, go watch The Office then. But at least I tried. Yeah, give it a shot in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any, is there anything that you're like looking forward to or that you like sort of like you want to read, but you're not letting yourself or things that you're like would sort of lure you into a reading situation these days? I don't think I have any more books that I want to read now than I At usually all. do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just nothing I want to read. No, I have things lined up, books I've picked up, you know, in the past few months even that I, when I ordered them or got them, was eager to read. But, Mm -hmm. you know, now they're just sitting on the shelf. Yeah, the we talked about the James Bond novels in our What Are We Reading episode that I had read. And those are things that sat on my shelf for a little bit since the summer. And then when I had some time... It started the year, I was like, oh, I'm going to read those. Like, that's, that'll be fun because I had wanted to read them for a while. And because they were short enough, I was like, oh, that's a good lure. Kind of sort of got me out of a rut into a pretty good reading habit because I was just like more intrigued by them and wanted to knock them out. So yeah, sometimes that's sort of like, I don't know, that kind of spark you out of those ruts too. Let's hear a reading resolution from you. Something you want to do uh, with your reading for this year. I have, I have a couple. So, I mean, mine is to read mm-hmm. and to learn how to read. I think I'm going to try and accomplish that by... Uh, mm-hmm. One, give myself a project. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet. I'm kind of leaning towards like 
reading a bunch of gothic books because that's what I feel like reading right now. So yeah, maybe I'll just stick with that. I don't know. And then my other one is I am going to try and like put a real effort to get myself further mm. off the internet on a daily basis. I so much of my time is just wasted on like stuff I'm, I'm yeah. not even enjoying it. You know, it's like. I don't. I spend so much time looking at like the same posts on Twitter and Reddit. Why? I, I don't know. So, uh, like, I've gone through and I've set up all the focus stuff on my phone so that stuff's not even seeing things for large chunks of the day. And hopefully that stuff will start start working. I don't. I don't really need any of that stuff in my life. So, and and I feel like that's really what's chewing out a lot of yeah, my, totally. my reading time. It functions. I think Twitter functions not the same way, obviously, but in a similar way to like any kind of like like alcohol or drug addiction or whatever, where it's like, I just get fixed on reading Twitter constantly. I found myself thinking the other day, looking at Twitter, I was updating it and I read all the updates. And then I was sitting there and I was like, well, why is no one posting anything? Like I, I need to read more things. Give me more things to update. And I would like pull down a little thing waiting for it to load. I got like one tweet. I was like, oh great, something new. And it was some stupid promotion. I was like, God, this is a, uh, this is a bottoming out <laughs> situation for sure. Like I could do anything. I'm surrounded by shit that I have to entertain myself. And I'm choosing to look at the stupid like phone and like wait for some uh, funny person or not funny person to say something funny or not funny and be like, ah, yes, now I'm, this is what I want yeah. for my life. There's nothing worse than updating the, the Reddit app. And it's yeah, like, so- the last 50 posts have been read. 75, 100, 125, 150. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, so I'm going to make a real effort to that's just cool. start. I like the plan of like a themed reading life. situation too. That's cool. Um, kind of like getting deeper into like one thing as opposed to kind of a scattershot reading. Mm. I'll probably read some of those with you. Yeah, I really love gothic books, and I just, I, you know, I, I've for the last maybe four years said I'm going to go back and read Mysteries of Udolfo, and I still haven't done mm. it. Nice. So I think I'm going to work my well, way up to that. So sort of Gothcast. Goth babies. Nico, now that you have your quote-unquote dogs are contained. Uh, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> the brown one and the black one, they really they just get each other riled up. <laughs> yeah, so I have weirdly like been on the opposite trajectory from you guys. Uh, <laughs> and for like the years 2014 <laughs> through 2019, I – couldn't read or write or anything. And mm. and then when the pandemic started, I came out of that as you guys were going in. So, uh, and I, I think it's, it's like a couple of practical strategies for me, like seemed to, to, to work better than, than just trying really hard. So I found that like, I, I, I am psychologically for whatever reason, I am much more capable of reading 30 pages from three different books than 90 pages from one book. So if I read hmm. three different books at the same time, but I only have to read 30 pages a day, that feels much more accomplishable. And then I even like break it up and I alternate and I go back and forth like 10 pages from this book, 10 pages from this book. And it's, it's, uh, uh, I have a little app where I like check, check off like each little section. And that's like, that just makes huh. it feel more, more achievable to me. So my reading goal... And you feel like you're keeping track of everything? You're not sort of like losing yourself in these like crossover plots at all? More or less. I mean, I'm not trying to write a paper on them. It's just, (laughs) you know, it's just trying to read some books. Uh, (laughs) Not giving myself quizzes. (laughs) I'm going to start giving you quizzes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Yeah, we've had trouble with that in the past. (laughs) (laughs) 
I did. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a dark. Last day time for we gave us. you a quiz, yeah. you almost died. Mostly you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fun for us. Some photos Mostly to you. <laughs> you swallowed your own vomit. Yeah, it's questionable. Swallowing someone else's, I guess. Um, when you, when you, do you ever have trouble? Like when you hit, okay, I've read thirty pages of this book. It's time to move on to the next. What if you're really into that book? Will you keep going, or you just stop no matter? Yeah, what? sometimes, like, yeah, if I. Uh, like that John Banville book, you know, I was, I had it on my thing to read like, I don't know, 50 pages a day. And I wound up reading 350 pages in two days because Mm. partially just because like there's some books, you know, that you can just really like when you get used to reading them, there's a lot of filler in them and you can kind of go really quickly. And that was one of them. But, but yeah, it's usually like I'll start. And then if I feel like, continuing then it's then great but i don't have to and then that that frees me up a little but uh, but i'm still chipping away at them every day so my reading goal for this year is 100 books wow and that includes like audiobooks and novellas and stuff like that so uh i mean it's going to be a challenge but uh but i think it's it's doable i'm probably going to yeah. how many how many are you down in january uh 12 Damn. But right. I mean we're like I think two of those were like two of those more novellas, three have been audiobooks, relatively short audiobooks. And you know, so it's like it's a kind of a combination of a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff, but but it's working so far. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah. Is there anything you have in mind that you're looking forward to reading in particular that's kind of like a, sort of like a uh you know, shiny beacon that you're looking forward to getting at your reading list at some point? No, I don't think so. I have a couple books that I bought that I have kind of lined up for the next, uh, m- the next month or so, but, but nothing, nothing like really big. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. I, I, my reading goals are similar to what you are describing. One thing I want to do that's not tied to reading specifically, uh, but is in the reading world is I'm trying to get, uh, reduce my, comic load not what i'm reading but how many comics i'm holding on to listeners can't see but i got several big bags over here Ooh, okay to lift them uh full of comics that i'm trying to that i want to get rid of i sort of went through my boxes and found stuff that i'm like i'm not gonna read this again like comics that i either enjoyed some that i didn't enjoy those like, this is stupid or these that i read and i was like yeah this is good but i'm never gonna look at it again like for instance there's this alien 3 the unproduced screenplay um, a comic adaptation of William Gibson's screenplay for Alien 3 that was sort of scrapped when David Fincher came on board. It's written by William Gibson, drawn by Johnny Christmas. It's a really cool comic. I really enjoyed it, and it was cool to see what the original version of Alien 3 was going to look like, or, or be like potentially. But I'm never going to return to this, ever. <laughs> like, there's no <laughs> way. Um, Is so, that Neuromancer William Gibson? Yeah, yeah, huh. the very same. What can I do with this? I can donate it. I can recycle it. I can give it to someone. I want to. I want to do something with them, but I want to get them out of the out of the bedroom because uh, they're taking up a lot of space. But the problem with comics is they really accumulate. And for a long time, I was. I still have collector's mindset, and I still have sort of like a a bit of a if not pack rat thing. Sort of just like, well, it's like you know, the comics should stay with me. I read them. I bought them. They are like are part of the library now. They should never be you know uh, uh, let go of. But I'm. I guess I'm getting older. And sort of realizing that, like, well, I do want some space too, and and I just like I'm not going to go back and read them again. That's that's part of the thing. When I was a kid, I reread comics all the time, like constantly, and it's just much more rare now because there's new things to read constantly. So I got to 
get over this sort of weird problem about like hoarding kind of um, and start being feeling more free to get rid of thumps. Um, so I'm going to maybe pass off some stuff on my fellow yak babies here, but also donate and then recycle um, whatever, whatever can't be donated because I'm just going to get out of the house. And then like, is I, I want to sort of get over my kind of reading obstacle, but nothing specific. I don't really have a, a sort of like a, a theme like brick does, but I do what I get to though is a couple things that I have had my shelf for a long time. Uh, one is City of Quartz by Mike Davis, which is a sort of sociological book about Los Angeles um, that I had wanted to read for a long time. I read chapters of it when I first started teaching because they were in the anthology we used and I liked them. And I was like, I should read that book. It sounds really good. And then I tracked it down and got a copy and it just sat in the shelf for five years now. <laughs> so I, like, I want to read that. I want to actually get into it and do that kind of stuff. Kind of looking through my stacks of books and seeing unread books and seeing, you know, what I was excited about to, when I bought it in the first place and, and maybe sort of putting those back on the top of the list and see if I can, uh, you know, sort of jazz myself up again for that kind of reading experience. What about writing? Uh, we don't have to go all around if you don't want to, but um, along, uh, Dave mentioned, you know, sort of doing reading and writing together, you know, sort of giving yourself the chance to do it. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work, but at least giving yourself the option. Do either of you uh, have writing goals as well with this new year? <laughs> Crickets. Solid. Great. Um, <laughs> I, I've been, I've been kind of in the same boat with writing since the pandemic. I've managed to be writing a lot more. And it's also because I've just done this kind of weird method uh, where my goal for the day, I com I've completely abandoned word count goals, time goals, uh, any kind of goals like that that are production based, and instead I just do one or two sessions a day, which is just if I just get into whatever I'm writing, that's all I have to do. So if I'm really not feeling it, then. You know, I can think about it, maybe transpose some notes from my phone or whatever, and that's it for the day. And that's that's fine. But then it makes it so that I don't dread the thought of like having to sit down and write a thousand words or whatever my goal used to be. Right. So and then also it kind of keeps my subconscious engaged in what I'm writing. And then I have like kind of more ideas as I go. And that has helped me. And also I have stopped being kind of for for a long time I was really uh, draconian with like you know I would shut the internet off on my computer and I would like I would be like no music with lyrics and all the rest of that bullshit and now I'm just like fuck it whatever like I'll watch tv while I'm writing and that that kind of like just lets me for one thing it makes me feel less isolated in my own head because like you know I, like today I was watching the Australian Open while I was while I was writing and it was like just voices in the background that make me feel a little less like I'm cause I, cause I used to just go insane, like just mm -hmm. because I would have this goal of like a thousand or 2000 words a day to try to hit. And then a, I would write a bunch of garbage to hit those goals. And then B when I hit them, I would stop <laughs> Which is which is batshit. Like I would be on a really good streak and I'd be like, well, I have to stop. So I have some, you know, I, I can get started easier tomorrow. And now it's like, now it's like if I'm, if I'm going pretty good, it's like if I don't do anything tomorrow, that's fine. Like I don't need to worry about it. I'll just finish this chapter and then I'll write 
you know, sometimes got a couple of times I've written like 3000 words in a day. Cause it's just like, I just going to get to the end of this section and then maybe I don't write anything for the rest of the week, but that's fine. Yeah. This idea of so like not letting writing be punishment, right? Uh, not letting your sort of work be like a an obligation you have to do because of some sense of of you've internalized about like what you should be doing or whatever. It's just like no, I just want to do this and I'm going to do it. That's fine. I like that a lot. It's good. It's cool. It works. I think you should. I think you guys should try it because it's honestly, it's like it's it's easy and it's it makes it so much easier to because all you have to do is get just get over the the hump. You have to actually start open the word processor. And think about it, look at it, but then if if that's all you can do, then that's fine. Yeah, that's that. I think that's a good way to think about it. And I do want to do something similar. My writing goal is like uh, psychological. Like I have to stop hating. Uh, I guess myself. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I mean, that was my problem too, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just it's it's the thing that keeps me from doing it more than anything, even more than, than being tired from work or not wanting to deal with like words anymore after teaching is the knowing that I'm going to sit down and do it and then read it back and be like, ah, I'm just a worthless idiot. I should definitely go die. Trying <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> to avoid that feeling. So if I can get over doing that to myself, then maybe I could actually sit down and do the kind of work that you're talking about Nico. So yeah, that sounds a good plan. I like, I like that idea a lot. Well, listeners, let us in on your plans for the new year with your reading and writing. Tell us what you have looking forward, what you're looking forward to, what you want to do, your ambitions. We're on Twitter, Yakbabies. You can also email us at yakbabiespodcast at gmail.com for all of your questions, concerns, thoughts, objections. If you don't want us to read or write anymore, I guess. I don't know. Why would you object? Who cares? Also, find us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash yakbabies is where you can get access to our bonus podcast. A treasure trove of of delights in the patreon for one dollar a month you can get bro to bros where we're talking about the hot topics of the day you can get drafts and games there's also man a candy tournament there's a really interesting podcast called 101 ghost jokes ranked that is surprising to all who listen to it uh check all that stuff out for for a dollar on patreon and of course our merch at tinyurl.com slash jackbabies you can get t-shirts posters and all sorts of stuff with our fun jokes on them that brick designs they're all very good and cool until that time, Yak Babies, yakking off. The Yak Babies would like to thank all their loyal listeners, and especially their patrons, both past and present, including Michael, Bonnie, Sebastian, David, Roger, Kathleen, Bailey, Andrew, and William Howard Taft. Oh.